Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you. <laughs> Amazing. In some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi with former NFL team Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stefano Tony, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hello, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us here on this Wednesday edition of the Lombardi Line presented by DraftKings. We are coming to you live on VSIN and DraftKings Network from coast to coast. Michael Lombardi out there on the East Coast. Stormy Bonantoni here in Vegas at Circa Resort and Casino. And Michael, throughout the course of this next hour, we're going to talk head coaching vacancies and best fits. We're going to talk through these divisional round playoff games. But I am particularly excited to get things started by power ranking the quarterbacks that remain mm. here right now. Because, you know, usually we're doing the power ranking teams, the top tens. We're, we're down to eight right now. The odds tell us already yeah. what those one through ten are. But let's go through the quarterbacks here. And I want to start from okay. the bottom up because this is where our lists are similar. I feel bad for the guy, mm-hmm. especially after the opening performance that he had for the playoffs. But Baker Mayfield is very clearly number eight. Well, I mean, I think everybody who put a list would put Baker number eight. He's had a, he's had moments of having a good season. I think we get carried away with this notion that Baker has had this great season. If you watched all the Bucks games, I don't think you would say that. If you watched them closely, I don't think you'd say that. But he's had moments where he's played really well. And he's won games. I mean, the Atlanta game, for three quarters, he was not very good. Fourth quarter leads him on a drive. They win the game, makes a great throw in the back of the end zone. So... You know, that's where he is for me uh, and for you. And I think everybody would have him as the eighth best quarterback, which is why we're seeing the line in Detroit go to six and a half, even though there's some elements of that game that favor the Bucs in the matchup. Sure. And and again, like when we think about what Baker Mayfield has done this year, 
for sure exceeded expectations. They win five of their last 60 games down the stretch. He does something that no Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback has done in postseason history, throw for over 300 yards and three touchdowns in a game. And actually, if you look down that stretch of their final six games, he was top 10 in passer rating, 11 touchdowns, three picks, 1,456 yards. He was great down the stretch despite dealing with injuries. Still eight of eight when it comes to the quarterbacks remaining. We both also have Jared Goff at number seven, and that is the matchup, right? It's it's Lions Bucks, but those mm-hmm. are the two bottom quarterbacks right now. Well, we have good golf and bad golf. We've all we've seen both of them, right? We've seen the good golf, but we've seen the bad golf. Good golf is inside usually, and and against this Bucks team, which if they try to pressure him, he'll be very effective. But if they don't, and he has time to throw. This offense is very good, and, and I think he proved it when he went down to Tampa in October and was really good throwing the football. They only scored 20 points, but he was exceptional. Michael, I have to laugh that you said good golf is inside. Um, did you see the reporter ask the question to Todd Bowles this week about the, yeah, about the weather that. conditions? Can you imagine, like, <laughs> you're, how do you not even know that the, they have a dome? I mean, what, what planet do you live on? No, I feel, like, I feel it's called bad. Ford. Go ahead. You're so nice. You're too nice. You see, this is why you grew up in Vegas and I grew up in Jersey. You're just way too nice. No, I just, I feel bad. I mean, how do you feel bad for somebody being stupid? Because, here's why I feel bad. Because I have a feeling that this person is not a sports person, period. And we know, I I talked about this um, earlier. What are they doing there then? Exactly. So for, what are they doing for there? anybody who's sitting in their car listening to us driving right now for if you have never been in a like a press conference, a weekly press conference or anything like that. There are a lot of reporters and people that are in this room that do not actually cover sports, but their station has cut sports. They send like a random person there. And unfortunately, more often than not, those stations like to have the response to a question be from their talent or their person that asked the question. So they ask a question. I hate that if you don't know basic information, don't ask a question. Just take whatever sound comes in. But they have these people that don't know or care to know about sports that are in these rooms asking questions, and it drives me nuts. The amount of bad questions we hear in these press conferences is crazy. Insane. Insane. But this isn't a bad question. This is... The yes. dumbest of all it's just dumb. So, I mean, it's so... you know the games in Detroit, and you know they play inside. So, like, you did no preparation. You just showed up for the job. Like, really? That's why I said, if you don't know basic information, we should not be opening our mouths. And credit Todd Bowles for the way that he handled the question, too. He was actually pretty nice about it, which he did not have to be. But that's what makes our job so much harder when people go into these conversations with head coaches and say stuff like that. That's why media gets a bad rap. That is why. Okay, number six. This is where we start to differ a little bit, I believe. You have C.J. Stroud at six. I have C.J. Stroud at three on my list, Michael. Three. Mm-hmm. So well, why do you old, have him six? Look, I think there's, I think there's a lot of history that goes in this, right? I think six, uh, he and Love, I have six and five. Okay, so I have to put them together because it's the same conversation. Because at the end of the day, there's not a lot of history. Whereas my Work. top players have been in these games before and have played well. If Stroud continues to play at this pace, certainly he's going to move up the ladder, no question. Youngest quarterback to win a playoff enough, game, yeah inventory there wasn't enough inventory for me to sit there and say well you're better than Mahomes and you're better than Allen I can't say that because not enough inventory there's not enough proof I like to have confidence with evidence
No, I think that's fair. And the reason why I put C.J. Stroud so high for me personally was just because I look at that performance that he had against a defense that we have considered all year long as one of the best in the NFL, and he was surgical against them. And he's had so many historic moments for a rookie quarterback from a franchise standpoint, what he's been able to do. I've just been so impressed. And I was shocked, too, when I was putting this together that I put him so high, but I could not help myself. Jordan Love, um, very similar situation for me. I I had him at six. Um, but you have him there at five as well. I, I agree. He he was great against the Who did the you ca- have six? Who did you put six? I have Jordan Love at six, and I have Brock Purdy at five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, again, for me, you know, I have Purdy at four. Okay, we'll go to four. Because Purdy has done this all year. I mean, he had the bad game against Baltimore. We know he had the concussion against Minnesota. And in Cleveland, he was hurt, but... His numbers, I mean, ridiculous, almost 10 yards per attempt. <laughs> I mean, Stroud's played well. So, he hasn't played as well on the road. Let's not forget now, I know Stroud's playing great, and I'm a full full bore on him, but he did lose it on the road to the Carolina Panthers. They did. And Bryce Young won that game. I have and no so, argument and love lost, And Love lost to the, to the Raiders in, in Las Vegas, and he looked horrible. Remember that game? I mean, LaFleur was trying to keep them from affecting the game. And they both have developed and blossomed into great players. And Love's been on this streak. I mean, you imagine we're talking about Love as one of the top players in the league after he loses to Tommy DeVito. Where's Tommy going to be in this ranking? Uh, and that's and that's why the Giants are done. But so I totally agree <laughs> with everything you're saying there, Michael. But as much as I love Brock Purdy in the 49ers, it hasn't been all sunshine and rainbows for him, specifically in these primetime standalone games. That's why I have him five instead of higher. Three and two in primetime games this year, 56 QBR, eight and a half yards per pass attempt, eight touchdown to seven interception ratio. All other games, he's nine and two, 80 QBR, 10.2 yards per attempt, 23 touchdowns to four interceptions. He's a different guy. So I get worried about these standalone performances. Um, Okay, who do you have three? I know. I I do too. I do too. You know, for me, three was Mahomes. I mean, Mahomes is, you know, not having the same kind of year he typically has. So you got to knock him down a little bit. Hasn't been able to put the team on his shoulders and carry him. Got to knock him down a little bit. So, but he's still better than everybody else, and he's still and he's still dangerous. You're still not driving to the stadium Sunday morning or getting ready to play this playoff game thinking, well, Mahomes isn't playing good. We'll beat him. No, 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 no. <clears throat> you won't. He's still playing good enough to win the game. So he's a huge, huge uh, concern, and I have him third of the of the eight guys in this game. Okay, let's do the ultimate reveal. We have Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson remaining. Who's one, who's two? I went Lamar two because I think Lamar's got better people around him. He's got more, uh, I would say more talent, let's say, whether it's Zay Flowers, whether it's Odell, whether it's Bateman, whether it's, you know, the, the Andrews coming back likely. A better offensive line, I think. He's got a pretty good supporting cast, and he's so talented. And there have been times he's had to carry the team on his back, but no one has to carry the team like Allen. Like, Allen is a completely – he is the – he shifts the field in his favor. Can he he get him to the Super Bowl alone? You know, it's going to be hard, but he's, he's capable. But I'm not saying he will. I'm not saying he won't. It's just to me, if he if the Bills get there, it's because 
he's the number one guy in the tournament. Okay. I love that argument, and that's why I like the Bills this week is because I think that Josh Allen is mm-hmm. is an incredible talent. I actually, oddly enough, put Josh Allen four on this list because of the turnovers. So for me, my top three went Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, C.J. Stroud. I already made my case for Stroud. I put Lamar Jackson one because he's the MVP. In the biggest of games that he has played this year, he stepped up. The Christmas Day game against the 49ers. Five touchdowns against Miami. I feel like with Lamar, it's harder to quantify what he does through the numbers and easier just to watch and learn and see. And I put Patrick Mahomes, too, because like this year – he has had to overcome mediocrity around him more than any other year, and they're still in the position they are. And you like Kansas City this week specifically. Patrick Mahomes obviously is a huge piece of that, and now he actually has a weapon, and he has somebody other than Travis Kelsey and Rasheed Rice that's starting to figure things out. So that's my order. Lamar, Mahomes, Stroud, Mm -hmm. Allen from there. Thoughts? Yeah, I mean, look, Allen turns the ball over too much. I can't argue with that, but I, 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 and I can't defend some of his mistakes. But in terms of a game that gets to the fourth quarter and is close, yeah. and he just seems like he has above and beyond the skill. He, doesn't ta- he can't tackle the big guy. Mm. And and we, we talk about the turnovers being so problematic. He actually hasn't had that problem in his postseason history. 20 touchdowns to just four interceptions in Josh Allen's playoff career and obviously got off to a pretty dang good start this past week with a four-touchdown performance and zero turnovers. We are going to step aside. That music telling me to zip it. Harry Gagnon is going to join us coming up next. <laughs> Find out why he thinks Buffalo and Josh Allen might exercise some demons this week. We'll be right back. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip-hop beats, and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) You're here. You're here already. 
Uh, we didn't legends. either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The that's we didn't the problem. realize it until we uh, oh. started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize <laughs> well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how <gasps> lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back into the Lombardi line. Remember, with Omaha Steaks, you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, burgers, air chicken, and more. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks guarantee. And for a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash vsin, V-S-I-N, you'll get four free air-chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free rich, juicy, boneless pork chops with your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Stormy Bonantoni and three-time Super Bowl winning executive and strategist Michael Lombardi with you as we continue our NFL divisional round conversation. We bring in great friend of the show, Harry Gagnon, host of the Against All Odds podcast, former Vegas sportsbook supervisor. And Harry, Michael and I were breaking down our thoughts on the Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs. We've done so a lot. He and I are both on a little bit of opposing viewpoints here. Where are you putting your money this week? Are you laying it with Buffalo or are you taking the points with KC? Oh, I'm laying it. I'm laying it, guys. I'm laying it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do adjusted lines. Um, I like the Bills money line minus the two and a half, minus three, minus five and a. Listen, I think. Look, finally, Mahomes, Kelsey, and Andy Reid have to go on the road in the playoffs for betting purposes. Like I like I said, I'm sticking Buffalo minus every every different type of number you can. Um, I think this is Josh Allen's moment. Uh, he's taking care of Kansas City in the he's taking care of Kansas City in the regular season, the last three seasons. Now it's time to do so in the postseason. Buffalo played their best game of the year, guys. Uh, earlier this year, at home versus Miami, they beat them forty-eight to twenty convincingly. I think that's what happens here too. Kansas City didn't impress me against Miami. Miami was soft. They were weak. Uh, they were terrible at tackling. Uh, Kansas City didn't do a ton overall. I think going into Buffalo in a situation like this, Buffalo, yeah, did have, there was a one score game against Pittsburgh with 10 minutes ago in the fourth, but then uh, they scored, took care of that for the spread. I think they destroy Kansas City here. Wow. Wow. That's pretty bold. Yep. Destroy? I mean, destroy. I give me one game where Casey's been destroyed. I love that look on your face right now, oh Michael. That smile is great. <laughs> Oh my God! Destroyed. This is, I mean, this is the time, divisional guys. round. This is the, the build time. I think you're getting we're carried away with yourself. Buffalo. I mean, I appreciate your love of Buffalo, but I think you're running down. I think you're drinking the Buffalo Kool Aid. Are you sure you're not in the snowbank somewhere? <laughs> not, 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 not in Scottsdale. I'm not, not yet, not yet. I was going to say all that heat in Scottsdale's gotten to your head. All right, I know you got a teaser up your sleeve. Give us one. That you and Stormy are going to run to the window. <laughs> I, actually, I see on the rundown you have two of them. You have Whoa, a seven pointer and a six pointer. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Start with the start with the six pointer because our girl here she loves six pointers. So go Great. ahead. Okay, we're going to take the Lions. Uh, my lines down to minus a half, and I'm going to go under fifty four and a half on a six point tease. Uh, 
you do have to give it up to Baker and the Bucks last week, who actually looked fabulous versus the fraudulent Philly team. But Tampa Bay was still 20th in the NFL in points scored and 32nd in rushing. That should allow the Detroit D-line to get after Mayfield. Uh, that equals another huge game, I think, guys, for Aiden Hutchinson. Hutch has two, had two sacks versus the Rams last week and has seven sacks over his last three games. The dynamic of Montgomery and Gibbs in the backfield has been terrific all season. Montgomery, he's only not scored, not just not scored, but just not scored in three games all year. And ultimately, it's also golf time. I said it's Josh Allen's time. I think it's golf time as well. He's the dude in Detroit. Restore the roar. I got the Lions winning 27-16. Okay. And so not, not just any teaser here, Michael, but the elusive SGT, the same game teaser. And you have another one with the San Francisco 49ers and Green Bay Packers. And I do like the play here with the 49ers currently sitting at that nine and a half to use the seven the seven-pointer and get them below a field goal. Exactly, Stormy. Exactly. So I'm going to go minus two and a half with San Fran and over 43 and a half from 50 and a half down uh, to just going over 43 and a half. Obviously, Green Bay had their day last week versus Dallas. Uh, and they're currently playing with a ton of house money. I get it. So let's tease this just in case with the number one seed in the NFC. San Fran is third in points and third in rushing yards against um, which could shut down Aaron Jones and make Love have to pass a ton. The Niners offense, I think they'll get theirs. Maybe a late score or two for the pack. Maybe, you know, it may mean the spread, but just to get to the over on the teaser, I got this one too. I got San Fran winning this one 30 17. Wow. Wow. I like it. And then how about the Texan Houston game? I know you've got another play in that one too. You like that to be, is this because you think? both teams will play better defensively, or do you think this could be weather-related to taking the under 44-and-a-half? No, I think it's just because of the two teams. I know uh, like, like these two teams, Baltimore and Houston, played in week one to start the season. Stroud's very first game, Baltimore won 25-9, uh, and that one went way under. Um, and, uh, to be, and, and to be honest, Stroud actually played better than Lamar Jackson in the game. Lamar just had 169 yards, no touchdowns and one pick, but I think this is a different story. I think maybe, you know, I'm not going to lay this big number with Baltimore, but the Ravens versus AFC South teams this year gave up an average of just 15 points a game. And in all four contests, they landed 41 points or less. And maybe the moment gets too big for DeMarco Ryans and his rookie, like I said, CJ Stroud, Baltimore doesn't have to show everything by the fourth quarter. Maybe I got this Baltimore 24, 13, uh, and they can rely on the running game in the fourth. Also, by the way, just throwing this out there too, Lamar, four playoff games. Uh, all those games have landed under 44 in the last five, you know, uh, Huntley had to play last year for the Ravens in the playoffs. So the last five Ravens playoff games have landed 41 or under. I'm going to go under 44 and have big week for Houston last week. They look fantastic uh, with two pick sixes. I don't think that's going to happen this week with Lamar. And then offensively, I think they sputter a bit and I go under 44 and a half in this one, guys. Harry Gagnon, Odd Shark contributor, host of the Against All Odds podcast and former sportsbook supervisor, joining us here live on the Lombardi line. Now, to start the hour, Michael and I were power ranking the quarterbacks that remain here, one through eight. And so I'm, I'm curious to you, which quarterback remaining do you think is the most built to take their team all the way? Which quarterback do you trust most in the postseason? You know, I, I trust uh, I trust. More than anything, I think right now I'm trusting Josh Allen. I'm trusting I'm trusting Josh Allen. He's been fantastic in terms of his overall stats in the playoffs. Nine playoff games, 
He's gone for 203 or more in all of them. He's gone for 287 or more in, 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 in all of them except for one. I just think overall, Josh Allen, again, this is his time. He gets Kansas City at his house. He doesn't have to go on the road and deal with, you know, uh, element in terms of the referees. Maybe we've seen that happen over the past couple games in the playoffs against them when they've been on the road. They were home last week. They covered. I think they get it done again here. And I think Josh Allen, I have the most confidence in him right now. Again, no turnovers last week. They're on a bit of a winning streak. I'm taking the bills and Josh Allen. I have most confidence in him right now. All right. So in the last 10 years, home teams in this round are 29 and 11 straight up. Okay, usually mm-hmm. what we see is there'll be three home teams win, one road team loses. My question mm-hmm. to you, what's the road team that's going to win? I'm taking Kansas City out of the, out of the question because mm-hmm. Buffalo's going to destroy them 76 to nothing <laughs> like the Washington-Chicago Bear game back in the 1940s. So we're going to dismiss that one, okay? So, all right, yep. of the remaining three – you better not say Green Bay because Stormy won't have you back on the show anymore. Nope. But anyway, of not. the remaining three, what road team do well, you think has the best ha- has a chance to to lose? I, well, first I will say that you know Detroit played Tampa earlier this year down in Florida, handled them pretty easily, twenty to six. And again, I think it's golf time. He's he's becoming a legend in Detroit right now. So I'm going to leave that one alone. I still think it's golf. Again, uh, Purdy been fantastic too. Uh, Gilbert, Arizona native. Um, I think San Francisco is safe too. So if I had to pick one, I think there's a ton of pressure, a ton of pressure, Michael. I think you would agree uh, on Lamar Jackson to get it done here. CJ Stroud last week, again, I don't think he's going to be able to do what he did last week, this week against the Baltimore defense, but he looks so flawless, so under control as a rookie. It blew me away. And Houston looked fantastic putting up 45 points. I don't know, two pick sixes. The, for the, the, the first one was really the dagger that did it in for Cleveland, but CJ Stroud, I'll just tell you, this team has been since there. Nico Collins is becoming a, star in the NFL in, in just his, I believe his second year, he's been fantastic. Uh, second year out of Michigan. He's put up big numbers, had the big touchdown to start the game last week. Uh, so I think if there's a team out there and with the press, like I said, Lamar Jackson, just one in three lifetime in the playoffs. I think this could be the game where, like I said, I like the under. So also I give Houston a shot to win this game. Harry, you're the man. That was fun. Thanks for doing this, buddy. Always guys. Thank Take you, care. Harry. Good luck this weekend. Yeah, you too. That's Harry Gagnon at AAO Harry on Twitter. And I'm glad he did not say the wrong thing about the 49ers, who, by the way, I'm going to ask you that question. When we come back from break, you're going to have to answer that question because what is it? There's going to be a road team that wins. It's not going to be. I doubt it's four and oh, who is it? Um, Yeah, I like I like Buffalo, too. So I'm taking I'm taking them out of the equation. Okay, we'll leave that as the tease. In addition to that, we're also going to look at the coaching carousel a little bit. There are two head coaches that we got confirmed over the last 24 hours are staying put despite some of the questions about their future. We'll get into that in a whole lot more. Keep it locked right here on VSIN and DraftKings Network. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get unlimited access to our VSIN.com 
slash picks page. We just had Harry Gagnon on the program moments ago. He gave out a couple SGTs. Also talked about how much he loves Buffalo this week against Kansas City. So you get all of his picks and more from each and every one of our hosts and guests on the page. For more VEASAN Pro Picks, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. And if you use our code for the Lombardi line, promo code Lombardi, you'll get 10% off an annual subscription. Get in there while you can alongside Michael Lombardi, Stormy Bonantoni with you. Okay. Michael, so I'm giving it some thought. I'm okay. trying to think about which road team I think has the best opportunity to win a game yeah, outright let me th- this let me week. Hear this. For as much as I like Buffalo, which I do, and I have made that clear, I like <laughs> them to win this game. I do agree that I think if I had to force my hand, pick which team was the most capable of having an upset set it's Kansas City. And they're also they're the shortest spread on the board too. So the odds are also telling right. you that. That's right. If I were to right. go a little bit farther, I think I might agree with Harry. I think that I could talk myself into Houston potentially going blow for blow offensively with Baltimore. I just wonder how how good their defense is. We talk I mean, they have been one of the best in the entire league. I understand that. But CJ Stroud has been something special and he's really turned the franchise around for Houston. So I think I think anything is possible. Kansas City would be one, Houston would be two. But don't you believe in karma and you're on this Buffalo's karma train? What about the year of Harbaugh? What about the year of Harbaugh? Do you have any of that? Because if he wins this game and he get all of a sudden the year of Harbaugh becomes bigger into our focus. I think Jack and Jackie Harbaugh would not be able to contain themselves if they had a national <laughs> championship and a Super Bowl win and their son coming back to the NFL all in the span of a couple months. I think it'd be too much. I think it'd be too much. There only one family can only have so I, I, much I'm good just juju. Saying, if you're a karma. If you're a karma better than, you know, mm. the year of Harbaugh. I, I, and so if you go against Houston, you're not a karma better. You're not going down the year of Harbaugh. I mean, I, I mean, there's always something to it. I can remember Jim Nance sent me a text after John Gruden left to go to Tampa. And he said, it's the year of the Bucks and the Raiders. See in the Super Bowl. Like he predicted it at that point. Wow. And sometimes just... The, the stars align. And maybe that could be for the Houston Texans this year. I don't know, but it could be for the Harbaugh family. I don't like you planting that in my brain. But while we're talking coaching, <laughs> let's get into the coaching right, carousel a little bit. We talked about yeah. it at the start of hour one that Mike Tomlin did tell his team that he's going to be back for that final year of his contract in 2024. We also, since we have been on the air, saw the news confirmed from Saints GM Mickey Loomis that Dennis Allen will be returning as head coach of the New Orleans Saints despite the firing of Pete Carmichael and two other offensive assistants this week. Let's take a listen to Loomis before we get your reaction. Dennis Allen is a good coach. And again, you know, with Sean Payton, we went 10 and 6 the first year, but then we were 7 and 9, 8 and 8. And I heard some of the same noise. But at the time, I knew we had a good football coach. And so I think sometimes the hard thing to do is to be patient and recognize your other shortcomings and get those fixed. And that's what we're doing. What did you think about that comment, especially after the full conversation we had to have yesterday here on the program about Nick Sirianni and the questions of pulling the plug potentially too early for him in Philly? How how do you take that in? Well, I think what Mickey says is true. Like sometimes you're better off knowing what you have, one side of the ball fixed and maybe giving him help in other areas as opposed to starting from scratch, right? 
And with Mickey having control over all the football operations, it's you know it's hard to entice a Belichick, a, 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 it's hard to entice some of those guys to want to take the job. Clearly, they sent a message out that they didn't like the Pete Carmichael administration offensively, fired most of the offensive staff. And my question is, does this mean Gruden's coming back? I wonder if anybody asked Loomis at this press conference if Gruden was going to come back, come in there. I'm sure somebody had to, right? I mean, oh. unless they sent the reporter that was asking the question about playing outdoors in Detroit, and then obviously that wouldn't get asked. I'm sure that person would be asking, is Jim Morris Sr. going to return as the defensive coordinator? So anyway. Gene, I, treat I, it I like Jeopardy. Me, Who's Dennis Allen? <laughs> Who's Dennis Allen? Yes. So I, I think to me, Mickey makes great points, right? You know, we'll get to the Cowboys, but I think sometimes change isn't change is easy for the people in the stands throwing popcorn at you. Change is hard. It's complex. It, com, it, compl, it makes things more complex when you have to do it. And some of the owners don't want to do it unless they have to. Okay. So we know Dennis Allen staying with the Saints. Tomlin staying with the Steelers. We still TBD as far as it goes with Nick Sirianni in Philly and Mike McCarthy in Dallas. But we do have seven available known openings where things sit right now um, with the Patriots opportunity being filled by Gerard Mayo internally. Let's start with the Atlanta Falcons here. Bill Belichick and Jim Harbaugh both we know have interviewed as well as other candidates. The Bengals offensive coordinator, Brian Callahan, Panthers DC, Evero has interviewed a, a number of people have who do you think where things sit right now would be the best get for the Atlanta Falcons and in return would that be the best landing spot for that person in your opinion well I think I think the Falcons need to hire Belichick I think that's the right move to make they need someone like him to run their team they've always been a corporate environment they've had Rich McKay as the president they've hired a general manager I think they need somebody with it make their building football only, and that would be a good hire for them. And I think it would be a good situation for him in terms of having a one-on-one -on -one relationship with the owner and nobody in between. There's no buffers in there. And so that would work. And if they didn't get him, could it work with Harbaugh? Yeah. I think if they can't get one of those guys, my the guy that I think they would hire would be Raheem Morris as the head coach because he then Rich McKay becomes back in play as the football guru and Raheem Morris and Rich McKay go back to their Tampa days. Okay. So if you think you think the Falcons getting Bill Belichick would be the perfect situation for them, is that the perfect situation for Bill? Where would you most like to see Belichick land? Well, I like to see Bill land where he can run his program, right? Where there's not going to be a lot of interference, where he can bring the players in that fit what he wants to do, that he can run and develop the culture that's best suited for him that he has established over his career in the NFL in the last 24 years in New England. So of the job openings, that's the one that fits bet the best. I mean, the Titans, we know they love Rand Carthon. We know they love Will Levis. Not good. I mean, Seattle, I think John Schneider's tremendous. They're going to stay there. The Chargers would be a good place, although I don't know if Bill would be interested in living on the on the West Coast. The Raiders, I don't know really. The Raiders make sense from they should be talking to him because if I were competing against Andy Reid, Sean Payton, and potentially Jim Harbaugh, I'd want to bring a, a, a heavy-duty coach to the dance. But there's so much support behind Antonio Pierce. I find it hard to believe that they could make a change there. 
Yeah, and you have the stars, Max Crosby, Devontae Adams, all endorsing AP. I, at this point, would be shocked if Antonio Pierce was not the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders moving forward. As for Bill, the Falcons are a plus-125 favorite where things sit right now, followed by the Commanders at 10-1, to Chargers at 15-1. to We already discussed earlier for John Harbaugh, for Jim Harbaugh, excuse me, that the Chargers are an odds-on minus-150 favorite to land him. So let's say those things happen. Um, the Seattle Seahawks job is is open with Pete Carroll still remaining a part of the franchise internally. It appears who do you think would work out best for Seattle? Well, they want to keep, I think one of the things John Snyder said yesterday is they want to keep the positivity. They want to keep somebody from Pete's program as Woody was saying between the lines that indicates Dan Quinn has a really good chance. But if I were John, I would give Raheem Morris some strong consideration because it would be a direct hit on the Rams program. Because he knows the Rams, he knows McVay, and I think he's ready to be a better head coach than he was when he was so young when he got the head coaching job at Tampa. I would think it's between those two guys for this job. For me, I know they want to keep the energy level of where they are, but they got to fix their defense. And that's why I think Quinn and Raheem Morris are on the top of their list. I would pick Morris if I were John Schneider. Commanders. Panthers, Titans, the other openings that remain. Any one that stands out for those opportunities that come to mind? Well, I think Adam Peters is trying to really hire Ben Johnson. I think there's no question about that. I think he'll probably will because that's what, who they want. Uh, the Titans, it sounds like there was a report today that it would be it might be Aaron Glenn. I think that's true. I think that that's true. The Panthers are the wild card. Nobody wants to go to work there. The building is toxic. Everybody's screaming it out there in the coaching world. No one wants to go. Ben Johnson's not going to go. They're not going to get Bobby Slovic to go. He's got five interviews. They're not going to get him to go, even if they try to overpay him. Like, this is a bad environment, and it's going to be interesting to see what they do. How sad is that? There are only 32 of these jobs in the world. It is such a coveted position, and everyone's like, please don't send me to Carolina. Please don't make me work for David Tepper. Please, yeah. please, Well, please. You, you choose to go if you go, but you're, what you're saying is I'm taking the money. And sometimes you take the money. We got to hit the break here, but we're wrapping things up on a Wednesday the way, the only way that we know how. With a little Why Not Wednesday, we got some long shot props Why coming your way when we return. Why not? Why not? The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. 
We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) You're here. You're here already. No, uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The that's we the didn't problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize <laughs> well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how <gasps> lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni on VSEN, the sports betting network. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL postseason, is bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs that much more electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game. You'll get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now using the code Vegas only on DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Again, that code Vegas, V-E-G-A-S. And while this is, of course, an NFL show. Michael, I know you are an NBA aficionado, and we had yeah. some breaking news this hour from ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski that Pascal Siakam is going to be joining Tyrese Halliburton in the Pacers. Yeah, I mean, look, they're the sixth seed right now. Big trade for them. You know, he can sign a two-year extension, I believe, at starting at $81 million. They have until June 30th to get that deal done. They paid a lot. You know, they paid an awful lot, but it does improve their team. We don't know where these first-round picks are. One thing about the NBA, they protect these lottery, these draft picks, and which would have been a smart move for the Carolina Panthers to do, protect that one, you know? I mean, how hard would, would the Bears have said no to a top-five lottery-protected pick? Maybe. I don't know. But the NBA has done a good job of protecting these high draft picks, and I'm sure these are all lottery-protected in some form. Uh, again, that news coming from Adrian Wojnarowski. The Pacers are finalizing a trade to acquire Siakam in a deal that will send Bruce Brown, Jordan Wara, and three first-rounders to the Raptors. And New Orleans will be the third team in the deal, sending Kira Lewis to the Raptors. DraftKings, I do not see an updated NBA title odds available there, but I've seen some other books where already the Pacers have gone from 66-1 to to 50-1. to So, The adjustment has been made. Time now, though, Michael, to wrap up the show the way that we always do on a Wednesday with a little Why Not Wednesday. Let's roll it. Question. Maybe a stupid one, but I'm just spitballing here. Can it make you say why not? That wasn't a stupid question. It's time for Why Not Wednesday. I mean, why not? You know when they say it's so crazy it just might work? So if I would have told you at the beginning of the season the Texans, Packers, and Bucks all made the divisional round like I who would have thought that nobody but here we are so what if I told you they also made it to their respective conference championships can you say why not to a money line parlay taking all of the dogs so let's throw KC in there KC Houston Green Bay and Tampa pay out if they all win outright 126 to 1 wow I can't do that. Why? No, I can't. Why not that See, one? See, we've been having you say I mean, why not too much. Home... We had to throw in some hard ones. 
Yeah, I mean, you, you got to figure there's a home team in there. It's hard to get the, this is that's a question that implies we're working on the NC2A tournament in basketball. Like you're implying, look, here's the thing we do know. I thought Green Bay would be a good team if Love was just average. I thought I was wrong with the way I evaluated their defense, but they were not a bad team last year. They didn't get production from their quarterback, their defense. So I got that one. I would have never guessed Tampa. Like I was completely not on the Baker Mayfield train. I watched him at Carolina. He was not the same player, so he was better. And Houston, look, like the Patriots next year, Houston got a quarterback, and that makes everybody else. Houston wasn't as bad as we thought they were, and the quarterback has made them better than they actually really are right now. And I already know you like Kansas City to get the upset, so that's the one that you would pull. But, yeah, some, some of those yep. those big spreads. They're not going to give me 126 to 1 on that. <laughs> that's very true. I do think that some of those big spreads might be a touch too big, but the outright wins, all of them, seems like a bit much I too cannot get there now you talk about Jordan Love and the success that he has had down the stretch he's been phenomenal 21 touchdowns just one pick over the last nine games how about his yardage in this this first matchup an alternate line 311 and a half passing yards to go over is five to one against San Francisco can you say why not can he beat that secondary deep yes I would say why not really because look they're gonna throw it they're going to throw it, and they're going to make plays. In the, I mean, I read you the numbers on San Francisco's drop-back EPA. Expected points allowed, expected completions, all those things. We have this vision that they shut you down defensively. That's not really true. Put the Baltimore game on. There were plays there. Now, if you can't block them, you're in trouble. The Packers can pass protect. They're a good pass protecting line. So why not? So the only reason why I can't get there, and so I'd have to say no thank you, is because he's only thrown over 300 yards twice this season going through his game log. One of them was against the Bears in the regular season finale, so that does show recent form. But the other was against the Chargers, which I think that we can all just laugh at because of how bad they were defensively this year. I think that San Francisco will clamp down and keep him under that number. But but what can the 49ers do offensively? Christian McCaffrey twice this year has had three plus touchdowns in a single game. The Packers run defense typically like, well, I know they were good this past week, typically not the best in the league. Could he have three plus scores in this game, Michael? It's uh, also around that five to one range plus 450. I think he could. Uh, Why not? You know, I mean, look, one of the things we talked about on this show is to score in the red zone. You have to run it. You got to make certain plays. And the running back so vital to the red zone production. It's why Austin Eckler in his career at the Chargers was so prolific at scoring touchdowns. And so why not, Stormy? Okay. I would love it. Please, please. I'm agreeable today. Please, football gods, yeah, let I'm that really, happen. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> okay, you love Josh Allen. He is your number one quarterback when we did the power rankings for the QBs remaining here in the postseason. Yes. He had a 52-yard rushing touchdown this past game. For him to get two or more rushing touchdowns in the divisional round, plus 425, could you say why not against the KC defense? I would scream why not on that. I would scream why not on that. Yeah, because when when the game's on the line, the ball's going to be in his hands. You know, all the time when you're getting ready to play these games, there's a a period during the practice that we call got to have it. When they got to have a play, what are they going to do? Got to have a play, got to have a play, got to. Well, the ball's going to be in Allen's, whether it's third and two at midfield, 
whether it's third and one from the goal line. It's going to be in Allen's hands. They're not going to risk it. So I could easily see him running for two touchdowns. Now, the Chiefs know this. They're fully aware like I am, but he's hard to stop and he's hard to tackle. I mean, you see him get stopped on the, you know, when people are holding him up, and the next thing you know, he goes for three, four, five, six more yards. This is a big man who's hard to get on the ground. And, and you know, the other thing is, too, we don't talk enough about this either, is that he gets a slow whistle. He gets protected when he slides, no question. He gets protected, but when people have him ta- around, the referees know he can escape, so they let that whistle right. go longer. I like it. I like it, too. It's all, He's a hard player. He is a, it's like, he's a little bit like Shaq. He's very hard to officiate. Remember they used to complain about Shaq because, they, you know, he's so big, you, you call fouls when they're really not fouls. This is Allen. Allen is the Shaq version in the NFL. He gets a really long whistle on tackles. He gets every benefit if you hit him too late because he's a star player. It's, it's tough. It, it's a hard thing for a defense. Let's go to another mobile quarterback, although the way he runs is very different. Lamar Jackson, alternate rushing yards, over 87 and a half yards against this Houston defense, five to one. Can you say why not? No, I can't because I think Houston will play cover two. I don't think Houston's a zone-based defense, and they're going to have all eyes on the quarterback. I don't think they're going to want to turn their backs and let this guy take off. That's the biggest problem is if you try to play too deep. You remember the interception that Tua threw against in the game against Buffalo where he tried to throw the out route? That's too deep man under, right? Well, if you play that coverage against a quarterback that can run, everybody's back's turned and the lanes to run are forever. With a quarterback who can, who can run, that coverage gets eliminated. It's hard to run that, and that's a predominant third down got to cover them up coverage eliminate the big plays take away the short passing game and they don't you can't run that against Buffalo because he'll take off and run with the football and and you know that Lamar will have his moments where he'll rush for a first down but 87 and a half yards is obviously a very high that's a lot of yards it's a lot of yards Uh, let's hit you with one more let's go to the Detroit Lions you know I love an SGT but how about an SGP same game parlay looking at some props David Montgomery Jameer Gibbs and Sam Laporta, all to have anytime touchdowns. All three of them scored against the Rams. Could they do it again? Could you say why not? I could say why not. I don't love it, but I could say it. I mean, I don't. I think the Bucks' defense is playing better than they did the last time, and they and they only allowed 20 points. So I could say why not to that. I, I think it's you know, look, we know that Laporta and those guys are all going to get the ball because. That's certainly the the guys that make the plays for him. Again, what scores in the red zone? When you don't have a quarterback who moves like Goff, you better have a running back who can make plays with his feet and make people miss in space. Yeah, I think it's possible. I don't hate it. But looking at the odds at plus 550, we need to pump up those numbers. I need to be getting a little bit more bang for my buck than just that to have all (laughs) these things happen. Uh, That was fun, Michael. Appreciate you as always. See you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Sound good? Thank you, Stormy. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Keep it locked right here. If you're watching on DraftKings, the Ross Tucker football podcast will be next on VSIN. It's Sharp Money. We'll see you tomorrow. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work.
a great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.